welcome to the Awakening the Sleeping Giant podcast, a ministry of the exchange where we are improving church effectiveness through healthy church and ministry assessments, mission trip planning, and workshops on evangelism, discipleship, church structure, and strategic planning. You can find more about our ministry, the exchange, at www dot made the exchange dot com. You can also email me at be the church dot go at gmail.com. You can email me for uh, questions or if you would like to be on the show, you can email me as well and we will schedule a time to do a recording. All right. Well, I am excited for this episode, so let's get started. All right, so this week we are going to be talking about a rather sensitive topic. I don't know why it's sensitive, because everybody needs it and everybody deals with it. But it seems to be a problem within ministry specifically. And I don't, I know I really struggle with even understanding why it's a struggle in ministry. It just doesn't make any sense because what I find a lot of times is with this specific topic, so many scriptures are used out of context to justify certain aspects of this topic. And I, I honestly, I honestly struggle with it personally because it has impacted me personally. And so what we're going to be talking about today is money and not only money specifically, but we're going to be talking about who gets paid to do ministry and who gets paid from or within the church. And so I don't think it's something I have to go into a lot of detail with. We're, we're all pretty familiar that pastors get paid, right? Which um, I'm not here to say they should or should not get paid. But we all know that pastors get paid. Uh, some pastors get paid more than others, depending on their congregation. But it's it's not uncommon for pastors to get paid. And it's what they do as a career. It's what they do as a profession. Um, it's what many of them feel God's called them to do. And so they get paid for that. But here is where my personal struggle is, is that so many other people in ministry don't get paid. Evangelists rarely get paid. Apostles, prophets, they're not getting paid. And when they do, it's like it's it's a struggle for them to even get people to be willing to pay them. But yet the Bible teaches that those that preach the gospel should be paid by the gospel. So that means when we are out ministering and preaching, you know, and that's what we do. That's what we have dedicated our lives to. That's what we have chosen to do full time, that we should be making a living off of that work. And yet pastors are typically the only ones getting paid when it comes to ministry, which I find really interesting because we do not find anywhere in scripture pastors getting paid. It's just not there. In fact, we don't even find pastors 
as a position. We find pastors as a gift. So I'm not saying that pastors should not be getting paid for the gospel work they're doing because the Bible clearly teaches that if they are preaching the gospel, they should get paid by doing that work. But they should not be getting paid because they're pastors. Because if they are getting paid because they're pastors, what that does is it elevates the gift of the pastor above every other gift in the church, right? Jesus gave first the apostle, then the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. And so there's five gifts. If pastors are getting paid because they're pastors, then why is the evangelist not getting paid because he's an evangelist? Why is the apostle not getting paid because he's an apostle? Why is a prophet not getting paid because he's a prophet? And why is a teacher not getting paid because he's a teacher? It just doesn't make any sense. And so then we are left struggling financially when we should not be. And the pastors are the one that are getting all the all the recognition, which equals more income. And, and that's not OK from a biblical perspective. And I'm not talking about recognition as in like who you are, or what you're doing, recognition as the one, the gift that is seen the most. So they get paid the most, but we do not find that in scripture. So if somebody can please explain to me why are pastors pretty much the only ones that get paid in the church? That is something that needs to stop because you have so many people out there who are called to full-time ministry, myself being one of them, who are not receiving any sort of payment for the work they're doing when the Bible clearly says that they should be. Uh, when the churches that they are connected to aren't supporting them financially at all, which the Bible teaches they should. And yet we are out here doing the work. You know, and this is something like personally that I have struggled with. I'm just being vulnerable with everybody right now. I have personally struggled with this because I have had so many people be grateful for the work that I'm doing, love the work that I'm doing. Oh my gosh, we love it. It's great. And yet, they're not financially supporting our work. Like, are we the only ones that are supposed to have another job on top of that? Why don't pastors get a second job? Why are they expected to be the ones to have a full-time income and full-time salary? And that's a whole other thing. We don't find anywhere in scripture that anybody in the church should be receiving a full-time salary. It's based on the work they do. It's based on the gospel being preached. It's based on the mission work being done. The church is being planted, not by the gift that they walk in. Why do we include study time in a pastor's pay when that's part of their gift in their role as a pastor? That's not gospel work. That's not preaching the gospel. That's studying. That's growing. Why is that equated into their income? When an evangelist goes and you know, speaks at an evangelism event, they're getting paid at that event for that event, for the gospel being preached. Not the prep time it took, not the time they hit the streets, but yet pastors, for some reason, are treated differently. And it goes to the heart of my book, Awakening the Sleeping Giant. It is because the structure the North American church is built on demands that. 
the outcome that we see in the church today is a direct reflection of the foundational structure of the church we are using because the structure always demands the outcome. We have placed the pastor on a pedestal that they don't belong. Now, hear me say this. I am not saying that we should downgrade the pastor. The pastor is just as important, right? The pastor is important. The pastor is needed. The problem is, is we have elevated the pastor and put the pastor on a pedestal while leaving all of the other gifts at a lower level, like as a lesser important level. And if you don't believe me, if you are part of a traditional church, look at your church staff. Do you have somebody hired as an evangelist? Do you have somebody hired as a prophet? Do you have somebody hired as an apostle? Do you have somebody hired as a teacher without the title pastor in there somewhere? So I'm not talking teaching pastor because just because they can teach doesn't mean they're a pastor. Or do you only have positions on staff with the title pastor other than your secretary and those those other positions? I'm talking about gifting positions. I'm going to go ahead and assume that most of you, when you look at your church, your church only hires and pays pastors. Why? That is not what we find in scripture. The rest of the gifts are left to figure out ways to make income outside of ministry. Uh, they're told to go get second jobs. They're told to whatever, because churches aren't willing to pay them. I was, I was literally told once by a pastor, by a pastor, I was told this, well, well, Paul made tents, so you need to go get a job. Well, that's pretty easy for a pastor to say who is getting paid full time as a pastor. So just because I don't have the gift of a pastor means that I need to go find a second job in, in my free time minister. That doesn't make any sense, nor is it biblical. So guys, we have got to restructure the church and rethink about how ministers get paid and why do they get paid? And the only way we can appropriately approach this is by looking at scripture. What does the scripture teach about getting paid for doing ministry. It teaches that those that preach the gospel should get paid by the gospel. They should make a living by the gospel. And it teaches that those who are out planting churches and starting new ministries and new locations should be getting paid by the churches that they plant. That's what we find in scripture about getting paid. We do not find positions in the church. We do not find churches hiring evangelists or hiring pastors or hiring anybody. What we find is that those that preach the gospel should get paid by the gospel. But the reason that doesn't happen today is because we have a church structured like a business. Therefore, it functions like a business. And that has got to change. We have got to change the core structure of the church to reflect the New Testament church. And part of that is beginning 
to financially support those within your local churches who are out there either currently in ministry full-time or feel called to ministry full-time that aren't necessarily hired on as a pastor. In fact, I don't believe we should hire anybody on as a pastor. But it is not okay for one gift to be elevated above the others and that person be the only one getting paid to do the work when the Bible teaches the contrary. And we need to change this because I need to make a living. Other evangelists need to make a living. Apostles need to make a living. Teachers and prophets need to make a living. Pastors need to make a living. And if we need to make a living and the church is not paying us to make a living, then we have got to sacrifice ministry to make money because it's necessary. Now, somebody is going to say, well, look at what Jesus did. Jesus said, no, sell everything and just take what, you know, accept what's given to you. Okay, I'll do that. In fact, I have done that. And, and outside of that, that was only in specific situations. It wasn't all of the time. But let's just say it was all of the time. Are you doing that? Are you willing to do that? Is that how you're making your money? Or do you just expect other people to do it? Because see, most of the time, in fact, I would th say, I'd say all of the time that I've had people share that with me or say that to me, they're not doing it themselves. They're getting paid in ministry full time. And if you know my story, we have gone out and sold everything and trusted the Lord and he has provided. And the Bible teaches that he will do that. But the Bible doesn't only teach that. See, what we have to stop doing, church, is we have to stop using verses that agree with us. We have to stop using verses that support us. And we have to start living a life that supports scripture. We have got to use scripture to define our lives. Don't let our lives define what scripture means. We can't take it out of context to meet our needs. There are going to be times when we need to sell everything and trust Jesus. When we moved to Puerto Rico, that's exactly what we did. And if any of you know me, you know our story. And it is absolutely amazing. Jesus teaches anybody that leaves father, mother, brother, sister, and home for me and the gospel receive a hundredfold in this life and eternal life. The Bible teaches that when you step out in faith, God will provide if you're out there ministering the gospel. He does teach that. And there are going to be times when we need to step out in full faith like that. And I have done that. But the Bible also teaches that the church should be paying those called into full-time ministry, not just pastors. And this is a really hard topic for me to talk about because it is so personal. I'll, I'll just, again, I'll be vulnerable. I'm struggling, guys. I am struggling financially because I have been called to serve in ministry full-time, but not as a pastor. I do not have the gift of a pastor. I have been called as an apostle and as an evangelist. And I am struggling financially, and that makes it extremely difficult for me to fully step into what God has called me to do, because I, I don't have the financial means to do what I need to do, and that makes it difficult. And I do not feel God calling me to step out in full 100% faith right now. I don't feel him asking me to do that. This is not an easy topic, but I am so tired of seeing 
people who have been called and who are gifted to serve in the ministry and they cannot do it because they cannot afford it because the church is not willing to do what God has called them to do. If you look at Acts 2, there's a major part of the church that we miss today in the church. And that is not a single person had a need and people within the church sold their homes and their property so everybody's needs were met and nobody was in need. That is not happening within the church today. And if that was happening, those called into full-time ministry would be able to serve in ministry full-time without struggling financially. And this is something that has to change. In my book, Awakening the Sleeping Giant, I talk about that change and I talk about how we can step into that change. But it's not going to be easy. But we cannot continue to allow pastors being the only one receiving income for doing the work when the Bible teaches that everybody that is called into that full time, they should be getting paid by that work. They should be able to make a living by that to support their family. And I can't. I'm just being vulnerable. I cannot. And yet I'm still serving in ministry as much as I can. I teach at a university part time. And the rest of the time, I am doing ministry. I am in ministry. I am preaching the gospel. I am I am working on this podcast. I'm writing books. I'm teaching. I'm holding workshops. But I'll just be honest. It's like pulling teeth to get people to pay for that type of ministry. But they don't have a problem paying the pastor. Which again, I'm not saying the pastor should not be getting paid. But he should not be the only one getting paid. So I want to challenge you to take a look at that. And we need to figure out how do we change this? How are we going to make sure that evangelists are financially supported so they can continue preaching the gospel? How are we going to make sure apostles are financially supported so they can continue planting churches? How are we going to make sure that prophets are financially provided for so they can continue sharing prophetic words that God has given them? How are we going to make sure that teachers are provided for financially so they can continue teaching? And how are we going to make sure that pastors are paid so they can pastor? This is something that the church cannot afford to ignore any longer. And I am making a call of action to everybody in the church right now to rethink who is getting paid for doing ministry and why. And how can you help financially support others that you know that are in ministry full time that may not be your pastor? And ask the Lord how you can help meet those financial needs. Thank you so much for listening to the Awakening the Sleeping Giant podcast. Don't forget, you can contact me anytime by emailing me at bethechurch.go at gmail.com. You can also learn more about our ministry, The Exchange, by going to our website, www.madetheexchange.com. And if you have not already, don't forget to like and follow this podcast, as well as share it with your friends. Now go out and awaken the sleeping giant. <laughs>